Hey, I'm Veronica Dagger, and this is the Wall Street Journal Secrets of Wealthy Women, where women share how they tackle career, money, and the world. Today, we're speaking with Dr. Katie Rodan and Dr. Kathy Fields. They're the dermatologists and inventors behind the acne treatment Proactive, which they built into a nearly billion-dollar business by marketing through infomercials and malls. In 2002, they recognized there were more skincare concerns they could address, and they created their second business, a new skincare brand with their names, Rodan and Fields. The brand got picked up by Estee Lauder, but in 2007, Katie and Kathy bought it back, and this time they enlisted independent consultants to sell it from their homes. Katie and Kathy are here today to talk about how they've shaped their business and sales strategies to the times and how that model is holding up in the wake of the coronavirus. Welcome to Secrets Doctors. Thank you, it's great to be here. Kathy and Katie, you began your business partnership in the 1980s, just a few years after you launched your respective dermatology practices. Kathy, how did you know you wanted to start creating products, and how did you get the idea for Proactive? Oh, let's go back to Stanford. So Katie and I did our dermatology residencies in Stanford, and that's where we met. And we, by the time we were about ready to graduate in 87, we were like-minded women on a mission. But it was Katie who spotted a real need in the marketplace. We were told that 3% of adult women had acne, but the truth was they either all lived in San Francisco and were coming into our practices or that real need of these disfiguring nodules that happened with every menstrual cycle was much, much greater. So it was Katie who identified the problem. It began really in my practice and seeing patient after patient with acne. And I went into dermatology because I had acne as a teenager, and I really understood that mind-body connection, and I saw that play out with patients. I think what the frustrating thing, what really motivated us was the fact that here we are, we're prescribing the same medications that I took that had harsh side effects, were irritating, gave you stomach cramps, all of that, and nothing had changed in 20 years. And the treatment system really didn't make any sense whatsoever because it was all based on being reactive and treating pimples after the fact rather than prevention, which is really the key to acne treatment. So what Kathy and I did was We saw the need, and we decided to take matters into our own hands because no one else, no pharmaceutical company really seemed to care that much about acne and create a system that made sense based on what we knew as dermatologists, and that was all about prevention, and that turned into proactive. So how did you know you'd make good business partners? Well, Katie and I studied for our boards together. So what that means, this is a grueling test that all the dermatologists have to take to get their certificates. We study, we collaborate, and we mentored each other. And so through the toughest of times for this big exam, which lasted days, uh, we bonded. And so the business just became, uh, you know, the next big question. 
as we started to develop a plan for acne. Katie, tell us about your first partnership agreement. Yeah, so I think the, the, our first partnership agreement really tells the story. And I wrote it and typed it up on a typewriter. And it's like three lines long. It's the best piece of art I own in my house, and I have it hanging in my dining room just to remind me every single day of where we started. And here's how it goes. Katie Rodan and Kathy Fields are 50-50 partners in the company for the development of an acne product and line. Both parties have 50% of the rights to buy and own formulas. Both parties execute all documents. We share equally in the profits and expenses. Here is the kicker. All expenses over $50 must be approved by both parties prior to incurring the expense. And that tells you how we started. We began without any money and it grew from there. And I think one sort of message to entrepreneurs is you don't necessarily need a lot of money to make money. So that's that goes against the prevailing wisdom. But we really started with the passion, with an idea, and nothing was going to stop us. And we figured out, in spite of the fact we didn't have any money, how we were going to make this work. I love that. Can you talk more about what made you decide to do it yourself and market through infomercials? Hi, Kathy here. First of all, we created the products, we tested the products, we named the products, and we brought the products to Neutrogena. Katie and I had no business experience. And so we really understood that the only way that this product would ever launch is through the hands of the experts, the business world. And so Neutrogena, after a year, turned us down. And that was the greatest door slam in our face that we could ever have asked for because they also gave us a gift. They recommended, the year now is 94, that we research infomercials, which were brand new at the time. Katie and I studied, so you know, luck favors the prepared mind. In this case, Katie and I dug deep, learned about infomercial, and then through some wonderful serendipity, Katie's mommy, we ended up right front and center with Guffy Ranker, who interviewed us. And the rest is amazing history because this was a virtual house call. We were working with a stigmatizing condition that really affects your self-esteem. And to put us in the wall of shame at Walgreens with everybody else would have been lost. No one would have understood our point of difference, which was a regimen, not a single spot kill after the fact, but a full face therapy to prevent, like brushing teeth, acne. And so the infomercial was genius at that moment in time. And so that's what happened. We ended up with Guthy Ranker and Katie and I retained control so that we can control the messaging and the product formulations. Perhaps Neutrogena not buying the product was actually a blessing in disguise. I mean, after all, you eventually turned the company into a billion dollar brand and you sold it for millions. How life changing was that personally and financially to eventually cash out of a brand that you started from your personal savings? Well, uh, this is Kathy. For us, it's about purpose. And we are completely focused on helping people live well in their skin. So if you do, if you take care and value your skin, it will last you a lifetime. 
And the premise for us is everyone has a problem. No one has perfect skin. And when your skin isn't where it should be, it holds you back in life. So we don't, we never, not even in the early days, we're trying to make money. We were trying to help people. And so even though we were turned down with Neutrogena, we kept going because the need was there. And then when Proactive was going along, Katie and I didn't stop. We began immediately, since we had figured out a real paradigm shift in how to treat skin, we figured out you don't use one product and spot treat your wrinkle, your brown spot, your pimple. You treat the whole face every day with the correct regimen. In fact, our point of difference from pharmaceutical companies or cosmetic companies is the fact that we understand the disease, pathophysiology of skin. We understand as doctors what you're going to use, how to formulate, and the aesthetics to keep you on it because when it's a ritual, you stay on the regimen to stay clear. So Katie and I took every penny we earned with Proactive and took the big risk of doing it again. That's when we started Rodan and Fields. We took every single dime, all our own, and no investors, and started the next company concurrently. It was very fortuitous that no one ever wanted to invest in us. Even after we had this proven success of Proactive, it, you know, people would say, oh, you know, they put you in a box and they just want you to make another acne product if they were going to invest in a second company. And we said, no, there are so many other issues that people have. No one has perfect skin. We all are dealing with a problem. And it's, it's fulfilling those needs to really change lives and make a difference in people's lives. Second time entrepreneurs often don't have success, even if their first business was a big hit. Did you worry about the financial risk of starting a new company? Worry? <laughs> okay, it's Kathy here. Yes, we were worried. So we started the next uh, bunch of chemistries. We built the next regimens, tested the next regimens. With every single penny we'd make over here, we'd dump over there. But we had a safety net. Katie and I always keep our day jobs. We're not risk takers, really. We trust ourselves to do the right thing and invest our money in, in things that work. But there was always risk along the way. So one was starting that company. And by the way, we started and were immediately bought by Estee Lauder. But it just wasn't the right fit because they're in department stores. And department stores, as you know, have been empty for a long, long time. And who, who buys? Word of mouth. The counter girl isn't responsible for our sales. It's the person who uses our product. We learned through infomercial that word of mouth is the secret that really drove the great success because when this, the most important real estate, your face, looks great, your colleagues notice. They'll say, hey, Veronica, what are you using? You look so good. So that was how we were able to sell. We got into retail, but we got back out because it was word of mouth, which is now, of course, online, direct to consumer. But we were ahead of the curve. And let's just talk about your original question, which, you know, did we ever worry we were going to fail? And absolutely every single day, you know, but we had such a strong purpose that we had to keep going. So just imagine this. Here we are. It's the day of our launch. 
We are so excited. We, you know, had this success with Proactive. We are going to start Rodanid Fields and we're going to do it as a form of direct selling. And we have a launch party in Philadelphia and we meet with the press and we put out ads and street flyers, et cetera. And we, you know, go and rent a ballroom because we think it's going to be filled. 500, 1,000 people are going to come. Who wouldn't want to join us? And here it happens. Curtains open and my heart fell. There were like six people in the audience, one of whom is my daughter. And you realize very quickly, oh, no, this is really starting from scratch. We can't really ride on the success that we had with Proactive. And that that was the very beginnings of the company. It had to grow very organically. Uh, and it started with one person. And now I think we have a couple hundred thousand consultants uh, who are selling our products. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, Katie and Kathy are going to talk about what they did differently with their second company and how they've adapted their business amid the pandemic. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. Robert Half is here to help. Our recruiting professionals utilize our proprietary AI to connect businesses with highly skilled talent. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So with the second company, instead of selling through infomercials, you set up the consultant-based model, as you mentioned, and your salespeople work independently. They sell to their friends and neighbors and recruit them to sell as well. You now have on your website, it said over 300,000 consultants in the U.S., Canada, Australia. Would you describe your typical consultant? Okay, Kathy here. What's interesting about Rodan and Fields is there's nothing typical about our consultants. They come from all walks of life. You know, this is the great democracy. In this case, you don't need a college education. You don't need some advanced degree. You don't have to be a facial skin specialist. Anyone can take the opportunity. What generally happens is people use our products and their skin changes. They see the benefits. They understand the value of what Katie and I are doing. And once you have a believer, a, you get a brand ambassador. So then people want to go on and actually sell it. Now, Katie and I made the decision, why commission the girl at the, at the department store who doesn't have the same interest? They're not authentic. You know, a paid professional isn't quite the same as that consumer who loves and wants to share the products. These are women who have choices. Um, as Kathy said, they're professionals, they're doctors, they're dentists, they're real estate agents. They may have been stay-at-home moms who gave up their career to raise their kids and now want to start something of their own. And so they, the caliber of people, they are smart. They're savvy. Um, 
And most of them have never done any form of direct selling before. Just as Kathy and I, we started our business with a white piece of paper. We knew nothing about direct selling. And we put ourselves in the shoes of the consultants, of these incredible women who are going to be selling our products. And we asked ourselves, if I were selling this product, you know, how would I want to do it? Would I want to carry inventory? You know, have a trunk full of, uh, of products that I'm driving around with trying to sell? Absolutely not. So that was fundamental to how we, how we attracted people. No inventory. Startup costs were very low. We as a company were drop shipping all products to the end consumer. So they didn't have to take care of it. And it, it began really from there. Katie, your 2019 U.S. income disclosure statement says about half of your consultants earn less than $500 a year and only the top 1%. So about 3,000 consultants earned more than $26,000 a year. And that's not a lot of money even for a part-time job. So how do you make it clear to consultants that they may not make a lot of money off of this? Well, people join for a variety of reasons. And when we started this, it was exactly that. Um, it, for most people, it is about community. Yes, it's about making a few extra hundred dollars a month. Uh, but I think what brings them in and what keeps them in is this community spirit. It's a community of caring and of collaboration. And they've never experienced that before. It's also the fact that they can get so much personal growth out of doing the business. They learn presentation skills, et cetera. So for most people, it is about the community. For some, it is retailing the products. So not building an organization, but selling, you know, to their, the people who they are networking with on social media or maybe a next door neighbor or coworker. And that gives them a lot of pleasure because they love skincare. They love our products. And so it's easy for them to do that. And then you have a very few number of people who have that really strong entrepreneurial drive. And they are going to make this a full-time business. They want to build an organization. They want to train people who are part of their organization. And that's few and far between. So I think we are very clear from interviews that we do, from business meetings that we have, that the goal is not to get all of these business builders, but to offer something through Rodan and Fields that has, you know, benefits for almost anyone who's interested, community, retail, or business building. Kathy, a criticism of multi-level marketing companies is that they operate similarly to yours in that people who are recruited later can never make the same kind of money that early salespeople pull in. And they have a harder time finding new sales consultants to help out and sponsor, for example, because they might have the same friend group. So what do you say to that criticism? Well, the criticism uh, doesn't work here because, again, everyone has skin. No one has perfect skin. And what Katie and I have created is a brand that will deliver results for whatever issues you have. Now, there's only about a 30% awareness of Rodan and Fields in the United States, and that's aided. 
So we're just getting started. So yes, you may be in a friend group, but what we teach in all of our online classes is how to go beyond your online friend group, how to reach out and how to go further. But as Katie said, you've got to work. It doesn't just happen. If you want to make a couple hundred dollars to pay off a credit card, fantastic. This is your fast cash to get what you need. You want to dig in, work hard, and really build something, a legacy something, you can do that. And by the way, we're now opening Japan. So new countries are on the way. Katie, your products aren't cheap. And because of the tough economy, many people are cutting back on spending. Have your sales dipped? No, they really haven't. Um, it, it, this is a time of self-care. We're all doing these Zoom calls, we're Instagramming, and that's how we're staying in touch with people. So people are very aware of their complexions. And when you when your skin is clear and beautiful, you look good, you project that confidence. So I think the self-care aspect of our business is still incredibly strong. Um, also, we've been able to adapt in, in many different ways. One, we had a, a very incredible CEO who had people working from home very early on because we want to protect our employees and our business. We were born digital. So when we set up this business, we set it up on a tech platform and all business is conducted online. All orders are being taken online. And so it wasn't difficult for us to adapt at all because we already had all of that in place. And another really important feature of our business is that it empowers entrepreneurs. And during recessions, during hard economic times, it tends to bring out the entrepreneurs. Kathy and I started both businesses, Proactive and Rodan and Fields, in the middle of a recession. So people start to realize, wow, they can't rely on their job necessarily, uh, especially when times are tough. They can easily get laid off. And so this has offered an opportunity. So we really haven't missed a beat at all. And finally, ladies, what's your advice to aspiring entrepreneurs and women who have their own businesses right now? Well, I could think of several things. Uh, let me just start with expect the unexpected. Problems are going to come your way. You have to realize that and not get taken down by the latest obstacle that's in your path. So for many entrepreneurs, you have to expect that from the beginning all the way through. Even today, we face obstacles all of the time. And you just have to problem solve them and keep moving. I think one other piece of advice I would give people is this is not a solo sport. If you think you can do it all, you're probably going to fail at it. It's been fantastic that Kathy and I have been partners and, you know, we can rely on each other. But bringing in people with unique talents from our CEO to our CFO to the uh, controller I mean, all of that, it's really key to the running of a business. So you want to find the best people, you want to listen to them and, and work with them because this is a team sport. Yeah, Veronica, so everything Katie says is incredibly valuable. 
for Katie and I, and for every entrepreneur, know your why. If you have a clear blue ocean, you know what the problem is. You can see, you don't know how to get there, but you have the clear vision of what it is you're trying to fix, do, change, believe in. That is your anchor. If you are vague, if you are not sure, you will not win. You're done. So one, know your why. Number two, find mentors, collaborate. For Katie and I, we've had over a 30 year relationship. Sure, it takes work. This is, we're married <laughs> and we understand the stakes are incredibly high. So we stand with each other and that makes for a solid foundation for your company. And the other is accountability to each other and then adaptability. Yes, there's going to be failures all the time. In 2017, we put in millions on a new computer platform. The thing crashed the day we started. We were handwriting checks for four days. We were about to go under. You can imagine how frightening that can be. But Katie and I stuck together. We work hard with management. We all pull in and kind of that's the fun. The hard parts when you're on the other side are joyous to recant. And then for Katie and I, it's a journey. So buckle in you entrepreneurs. This is gonna be a ride, but know your North Star and you'll find it. Kathy and Katie, thank you so much for joining us. It's our pleasure, thank you. We've enjoyed it, thank you. If you'd like to hear more stories of inspiring women, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or your favorite audio provider. If you like us, subscribe. Share us on social media and give us a review. Our producer is Trinae Norrie. Our executive producer is Kateri Yoakum. Additional help from personal finance editor Bray Lamb. I'm Veronica Dagger. Thanks for listening.